0: opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities are offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC. Good morning and welcome to Beyond the Business on News Radio 94.3 WSC. Each Saturday morning at 7.30, successful business leaders and entrepreneurs from across the Low Country, talk about what it takes to succeed in business and in life. Now your hosts of Beyond the Business, Eric Cox and Leslie Haywood.
1: And great Saturday morning, Low Country. Welcome to another edition of Beyond the Business, heard exclusively here on 94.3 WSC every Saturday morning. We thank you to our loyal listener for getting up early Saturday mornings and tuning the dial at 7.30 to hear... Our
2: loyal listener?
1: I said listener? Yep. Yeah. yeah. We appreciate yep. you, my friend. You, just you. <laughs> just, you. <laughs> just
2: you. You're the only one that matters right now. Well, just then, you.
1: I, I know, uh, well, I was going to say my wife's listening, but she's probably not either this morning. <laughs> so, um, but we do appreciate you all getting up in the mornings, or if you're listening to us via podcast as well. Thanks for taking the time to listen to great stories of leadership and entrepreneurship from here in the Low Country. I am one of your hosts, Eric Cox. Finally, and I'm back with Leslie the Haywood, talented Leslie Haywood. I've missed you, Leslie.
2: I know, I know. I keep saying this. So, okay, so summer's over. Like Labor Day is in the rear view. Now we're buckling down. School is in. Like this is it. Like I'm run.
1: in, and you know I'm all in, and you know what this today is this weekend.
2: What is, it? is it the foosball? Are Week you number talk two. About? Week oh.
1: number two. We got all kinds of people getting up this morning, uh, getting excited about. Clemson playing uh, a little later day Texas A and What a game that's going to be! Oh, my Carolina goodness. playing Dagon Georgia today, so <laughs> people are packing the coolers already, getting ready to hit I twenty six. So they may be listening to us. Oh, on the drive. The yep, and of course, with our guests in studio, I must mention Ohio State. Right? Got to mention Ohio, Ohio State, <laughs> State playing a mighty Rutgers <laughs> this weekend. Right? So uh, it's 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 football, Leslie.
2: All right, yay football! Yay, so what football. happened last week while I was gone?
1: Uh, on the show or in general?
2: On the show. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we had a great
1: guest as usual. So if you happen to miss it, uh, shame on you. We had Mrs. B. Ray. B. is an author, speaker, blog writer, um, came on and just really uh, did a great job as usual. Uh, we are so blessed to have great guests um, and talk about her life and her journey, um, talking about growing up, how she suffered from dyslexia and what that was like and how she overcame it. Uh, talked about um, how she's always been an entrepreneur at heart, and um, started her first business finally. And when she did, it wasn't long after a big competitor came in and actually sued her. Oh, and wow! And talked about surviving that experience, um, and then uh, just sort of these stories of as as we always hear on Saturday mornings, adversity and how to overcome it. Um, she uh, had a quote I love. It said, "Think about how media is consumed." She calls it Brandnetic Marketing, and uh, her new book is coming out actually in, uh, I think it's November or December, so be on the lookout for it, What Harvard Taught Me, But My Kids Made Me Learn.
2: Ah, so if I want to hear that, where do I go?
1: You need to go to our website at (laughs) coastalwm.com, click radio icon, and listen to her podcast as well as all the podcasts in the last four years that was a beautiful tee up by the way
2: great transition, <laughs> right? great transition. Here, i'm here to help
1: <laughs> well we're glad you're here, here we're here glad help. you're helping
2: uh, so who do we have this week
1: well we are blessed and fortunate to have another great entrepreneur in the studio um mr bob martin who's the ceo of rj martin electric uh, first of all bob thanks for getting up on a saturday morning and joining us well thanks for having me we're excited, excited to be here. have you uh, I've known Bob for quite a while, he's a good friend of mine, so I know you all are in for a great story, you can hear a nice journey, uh, certainly about your business, which is some great things going on, uh, but Leslie, before we talk about the business.
2: Yes, I want to take you way back, because I do not have the history with you that apparently Eric does, and I can't wait to hear all about it, but tell me a little bit about your early years. Where did you grow up?
0: Uh, I grew up in Parma Heights, Ohio, which is a suburb outside of Cleveland, and um, you know, we, it was a great place to grow up. It was, you know, I just remember kids all over the neighborhood and running around. And, you know, it was back in the day where get on your bike and be back by dinner, you know, getting locked out of the house when it was a nice day. If you need a water, drink <laughs> out of the hose type and stuff. And not having to worry about
1: <laughs> yeah, right. things, right. right? I mean, mom, dad weren't worried. Y'all weren't worried. It was pretty free, fun living yeah, it at was, that time. it was a good place to grow up. It was fun. So talk about the family dynamics.
0: Um... Well, I got um, my brother, who's two years younger than me, my brother Brad, and I have a sister, uh, Lindsay. Lindsay. Um, she's, I should know this, four or five years younger than me.
2: So you're the um,
0: oldest. I'm the oldest, yeah. And then, um, you know, grew up, you know, family of five. Uh, me and my brother were uh, big into hockey. So travel a lot, playing hockey all over the, um, basically all over the country, really, and up into Canada. And my poor sister had to, Tag along and
2: endure. Had
0: to watch hockey her entire childhood, basically. But she was our biggest fan. So love her to death.
2: What did your parents do? Did you? What did your dad do?
0: Um, Well, my dad actually um, he he started off as a as an iron worker in construction, and then um, branched off of that and um, kind of switched trades and became an an electrician and worked for a couple of companies, um, and then. After he was in the, you know, in the trade, in electrical trade for, I think it was probably about 10 years, he started his own company, RJ Martin Electric. Um, my mom, um, worked in a medical office, um, you know, during the, the upstart of RJ Martin Electric. And then, um, she eventually quit that and moved into the, into the office, the office being the, the office in our basement. Um, helping dad with with the company and all that stuff so he when he started off the company was operating out of out of his house um, and out of the garage basically so it was fun i I remember back in the day um, getting home from school on fridays and handing out paychecks at the side door of the house to the guys and when they were coming in to drop off materials and and stuff like that, and it was fun. A lot of the, not a lot, but a few of those guys still, they still work for us, and.
1: Wow. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's been fun, yeah. I love stories like that. I grew up in a very similar type family with uh, entrepreneurship, and we had a business running out of the basement, and so growing up in that way where it's like the business and your family and your life is all intertwined. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. Give our listeners a little context around, uh, as a youngster with you and your siblings, what that was like day in and day out, and, and maybe how your parents or did they separate, you know, the business conversation at the dinner table from personal and?
0: Um, yeah,
1: I mean, for the most
0: part, they did. Um, you know, obviously with the business being run out of the garage and, you know, and out of the basement, you know, it was hard to completely separate the two because it's at your house. Um, but, you know, I mean, as far as dinner conversations, um, you know, as always, how was school? You know, what's going on with your friends is normal, normal stuff, but, during, during the summer, when we weren't in school and we were at home, um, you know, there's, you know, business going on while we we're there and stuff. But, you know, and it was, were you
1: working in the business as a youngster at all?
0: I'm doing, like, allowance stuff, washing company vans in the driveway for, you know, like, kind of like, yeah, like, like an allowance. Gotcha. You know, uh, cleaning up material that was in the garage. So, a way to kind of earn some money. Some kids had a paper route, and, you know, I did that.
2: So. Now, what kind of is as a as a firstborn? What kind of student were you? I'm always curious. Uh, I was those, those first I was actually pretty good overachievers. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Rule follower uh, overachievers. It's not till later that you know us firstborns usually fall off. But yeah,
0: around yeah. you know second year of college, right. and then it starts to taper off to
1: be exact. <laughs> right.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So during high school, <laughs> academics was important. And yeah, I mean,
0: I did I did pretty good in school. I never really struggled. Um, you know, I wasn't a genius either, but you know, I was a um, you know, B plus student. You know, and when I went to high school, I I actually because I played hockey, loved playing hockey. I went to um, a high school called Padua, and they had a pretty good hockey program. So I went there for for their hockey program in Cleveland, and um, from there from there I went to um, Ohio Wesleyan University for college.
1: So. so when you were growing up as a kid and you were thinking about your future. Um I I'm assuming you weren't thinking hey I want to take over dad's business one day. And- you know, I
0: mean I I didn't really like any kid. I mean, you wanted to be a, an astronaut or or a pilot or a doctor or something like that. Um but as I kept growing up in in the, you know, being exposed to the company and and the people in the company, um I really kind of had an affinity for it. And um, I remember when I was in high school, you know, I have like career day and you have to, at least in our high school, we had career day where you had to kind of do a project based upon what you want to do with your life after you graduate high school and, you know, get you thinking about, you know, the next step after high school. So I want—I told my dad I wanted to shadow one of his customers who uh, who owned, you couldn't shadow a family member. Um, so I wanted to shadow one of his customers who was a general contractor and he was actually like kind of mad about it. He was like, you don't want to do this. <laughs> you know, I work too hard, blah, 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 blah. He's like, you, you know, he's trying to steer me away from it, but I was like, I'm, I want to do this anyways. And, um, so I did. And, um, you know, it's, it obviously, it, you know, it worked out because, um, I love what I do and I ended up going down this path, but I took a couple of paths before I ended up here, you know, um, but uh yeah I mean it during the summers you know winter breaks easter break um summer breaks I'm out on construction sites as I got into high school cuz I was old enough to be on the on the job sites and stuff and uh I just loved it working with work with my hands and at the end of the day being able to look at you know the what you produced during that day and you know, the com- camaraderie with the guys on the job sites and and all that it was fun
2: so it sounds like truly entrepreneurship started for you at a very, very young age, and you were around your dad a lot during those times. Can you remember back then um, watching your dad work and thinking about him as an entrepreneur and as a leader and going, that's that's a quality that I want to take with me when I do what I do?
0: Yeah, well, I never really got to work with my dad in the field. When I started working in the field, um, he he was able to grow his business to the point to where he wasn't needed in the field anymore. He was kind of running the business from the office. And at that point, the office moved from the garage to um, a small, like five office space that he, that he rented. And um, so when I was working out in the field, my experience with my dad wasn't so much like shoulder to shoulder with the tools. It was working with his employees. And what I really took away from it was, the mutual respect and um i don't want to say i don't know what the word i'm looking for is but the mutual respect that that his employees had for him and vice versa the the respect that that he had for his employees and how it was such a team effort and you know they they were doing everything they can on their end to make the the business successful and they trusted the fact that he was doing everything on his end to reciprocate that. And I thought that was really cool. I mean, it was a team, it was a team atmosphere. It was, um, you know, us versus them type mentality. You know, it's like we, 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 all we have is each other to make this work. And, you know, we, we, as long as we trust each other and work hard and, and show up every day to do your best, um, you know, it's, it's going to work out and, and it has, it it did for him, you know?
1: So in case, by the way, you just, Tuned to dial and uh, wondering whose voice that is you're listening to this morning is that of Mr. Bob Martin, CEO of RJ Martin Electric. And uh, Bob's talking about sort of his upbringing coming through the family business. And um, I-, I love the dynamic because we get people from all walks of life in entrepreneurship and we talk about nature versus nurture. Are you born with it or do you learn it over time? And for you, it's really day one, entrepreneurship and owning a business has been a part of your fiber. Uh, coming through it with your family. Um, my question, I guess, would be: as you were going through college, was there ever a time where, in college, you came across a class or an experience, and you thought, you know what, maybe that's not the right route? Um. Well, when I went to when I went to college, I ended up going
0: into college with a, with being a doctor in mind. I wanted to be a um you know after conversations with my dad and stuff. It's like, all right, um, I'm going to try to do the pre med route, and um like I said, I was always a pretty good student in, in high school, um, college. I did, I did fine. Um, you know, I wasn't a rock star student or anything like that. Um, but you know, I did, I did well enough, but, um, you know, it's, I graduated college and, um, I had it, I had an opportunity to go to Ohio state for, for, um, graduate school. And in that meantime, um, like in between my undergrad and starting the Ohio state process, um, <clears throat> Go Buckeyes! By the way, <laughs> um, had to get that in there, didn't <laughs> you? Yeah, Just another Ohio. In there, right in here in Charleston. Just so a website one. for us, isn't there? I yes, is. a yeah. uh, phrase. Go home. Yeah. I, can't, I can't say it uh, on air this morning,
1: but sorry. Continue. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> but um, so in in between that, um, my my dad and and a buddy of his, uh, Brian Hammond started uh, a general contracting company doing retail remodels and it was just getting started he needed help in the office um you know it was basically him um brian myself and one other person and with rj martin electric happening you know and and that was kind of going full bore he needed he needed some additional help and he's like here why don't you do this during the summer so i did that to help them out and i loved it and i just really never kind of looked back And, um, you know, and I, and I don't regret it at all. It it was one of the best decisions of my, of my life. It's, uh, it's been, it's been, it's been an amazing ride so far. And, um, I, I, i just enjoy it
2: that's fun that's uh, that's ironic that your dad who was trying so hard yeah. to steer you away from entrepreneurship and you're finally you're like i'm gonna go be a doctor then he sucks he's the one that sucks you right <laughs> well, back I,
0: in you know sometimes i wonder if he was doing that on purpose <laughs> yeah. to make sure that it was something i really wanted to do and it, <laughs> my heart was into it and you know i think you know i i I don't know, I, I wish I, he passed away in 2005 so I I can't ask him that now but right. I, I really wonder like looking back on it, if if it was like his way to to really make sure that it was something that I wanted to jump into and and own you right. know and and it was a decision that I truly wanted to put an effort into and and all that stuff so
2: So you got your undergraduate degree and you went for the summer and so what happened after what happened after that
0: Well we so we started with uh That company was, um, National Construction Services and, um, NCS. And, um, we, it just started growing and I enjoyed it. Um, it was, it was familiar with me. I, 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 was experiencing the same, you know, camaraderie and, and self of self accomplishment that, um, that I was experiencing that I grew up to love. You know, we're now, were you in a Martin leadership Electric.
2: role at this point, or did you kind of no,
0: not really? Okay. I mean, I was, I was kind of like a quote unquote project manager who really had to go and ask a lot of questions. It was, it was more like, Hey, I need you to do this and, and take care of some of these projects until we get this thing really rolling and can bring in somebody else to basically replace you. That's kind of how I took it. You know, summer help just to get the thing, get programs rolling and stuff. So, Did that for a few years and, um, loved it. Uh, I, I like to think I did pretty well at, you know, at executing my responsibilities as a, as a project manager. And, um, you know, fast forward about three years after that, um, they ended up selling it to a competitor. Um, they, you know, they were interested in what was happening with what we were doing and they wanted to kind of, um, you know, acquire us. And with that, you know, I could have worked with them. They offered me a position to stay on, but I really wanted to kind of hang out and, and, and work with R.J. Martin Electric rather than go down the general contractor side because it's what I grew up with. I love the guys that work there. So I transitioned from there to R.J. Martin Electric as a project manager.
1: So as all this is going on, um, obviously, you've grown up in the business. You've been around the business um were there conversations happening with your dad and yourself in regards to ultimately one day you're going to take over the business or was that something you all just didn't really discuss a lot and- um no we never i mean we never really like sat down and had a <clears throat> excuse me I had a hard conversation about it um so in your mind bob what was the future for you as you were coming along the ranks there um my my goal was to prove myself i i didn't want to be
0: handed you know a the the company and i know that my the way that i was brought up is you know you you gotta if you want something you have to go earn it and get it and um i knew for a fact knowing knowing my parents that if i wasn't ready or if i didn't have the mindset or if i wasn't committed to the company um you know it 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 wouldn't have worked out you know i I wouldn't have been put in a position to to take over the company so, um, what happened was, is my, my dad passed away in 2005. So I was 25 when that happened. And, um, we were with an ESOP, which is, uh, an employee stock ownership program or plan where the employees owned, um, 49% of the company. And then the, the, uh, Martin family owned 51%. And after Dad passed away, uh, we were hit with the the recession started. Um, there was a lot of union. We're, uh, up in Cleveland, the union's pretty heavy. There's We were a non-union company, and the unions were attacking us a lot. And things were really starting to, to decline economically for, for the company, which went on for about two or three years. And when you have an ESOP, you have a board of directors that manages the Overall direction of the company. And w- when they saw the decline happening with our current management team, the board of directors decided to step in and make a management team uh, change. And then that's when they appointed me CEO. So it was, it was tough. I mean, it was, um, you know, I was 29 years old. Um, wow. Yeah. I was taking over a company that at that time probably had about a hundred employees. We were doing 30 million dollars a year. Yeah, it was uh, it was stressful.
2: How old? Just out of curiosity, how old or how long had the prior CEO been the the person that you replaced?
0: The person I replaced was running the company um, for probably about four or five years. Okay, Um, you know he really stepped up after my dad passed away, but there was obviously when dad was he passed away from colon cancer, so when he was going through his treatments and. And, you know, for a little while before he passed, um, you know, that gentleman stepped in and was kind of running things a little bit before he passed away. And
2: proved himself enough, I guess, to be put in that yeah, position. Yeah, I mean, that,
0: um, the gentleman was, he was our controller for a while. I mean, he knew the company very well. He knew the financial side of things. You know, he was, he was an accountant. See,
2: to get personal. Like, I i love these stories. Like, did he, how was that exit? Did he blame you? Was he? Was it amicable? No, um, See, now we're getting into the dirt of, like, <laughs> like Barbara running the yeah, business. Right. like Because very rarely is this stuff Sunshine, rainbows, and unicorns. You know? Um, I
0: don't think it was. I mean, it obviously anybody who loses their job's not happy about right. it. You know. Right. Um, I haven't talked to him since, mm. so you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I know, I know he's back in the accounting world, and he's, mm-hmm. and I think he's. I like, I like to hope that he's, he's happier now. You know, right. I mean, he never when he when he applied for the company, he never signed up to run the company, and mm-hmm. it was a matter of circumstances, really. Um, and. You know, I I like to think that what he's doing now is back in his comfort zone and what he's, you know, went to school for and, you know, what his background is for and and all that stuff. So
1: So I think you said this was around 2009 when you were thrust into that role, um, CEO. You're 29 years old. Talk a minute about – just go back there for a minute. What was that like for you, the emotion and uh, everything you'd worked for, your dad starting this, just emotionally? What did that feel like to – Reach that um, pinnacle it was i mean it, it, there was a lot of
0: emotions there i mean there was number one i was nervous you know i mean it, it's not only my livelihood on the line of my family's it's everybody who works for you's livelihood and their families so obviously you want to make sure that you do a good job and and stay focused and hope that you make the right decisions to you know to keep things going because you know it's 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 a unique it's a unique situation when you're lying in bed at night, not just thinking about you and your kids, you're thinking about 500 other people, you know? And, um, so it was, it was stressful. There was also pride that, um, you know, as a way to continue my dad's legacy, I want to do a good job for him. Um, you know, and, and make my, you know, my parents proud, you know, my mom was a big part of, of the company as well. And, you know, I didn't want to, to, you know, be the cause of all their hard work
2: for all these sure. prior
0: years to <laughs> go away, go down the drain, <laughs> you know? right? Right. So, um, I was, I was excited because I knew the potential of the company, and and I knew the the employees that made up the company. I've known them for a long time, so I I was very confident that we could make it happen. Um, I leaned on a lot of people. Um, you know, twenty nine years old, you don't you don't know it all. You do you don't even know a fraction of it. So, I leaned on people that been in the company for a while. I leaned on, um, some people who ran their own businesses that, um, that, you know, were, were pretty close to me, um, through my dad, um, that were outside of the construction realm to try to get an outsider's perspective on things and,
2: is there any shout outs you want to give? Is there anyone pivotal during that yeah, time I that mean, you want to
0: uh, John, recognize? John Riling was a big piece of it. Um, a gentleman named Mike Gall, who, who's a superintendent for us, who worked for my dad or with my dad for, I mean, shoot, it, it was probably 20, 25 years prior to that. Um, Tom Suster, sick, who was an outside perspective. Uh, Phil Staff. Was another guy. Um, he he owned his own he owned his own business, and you know they they all all those people. You know, and there's others. And if I if I'm forgetting them, it's it's you know it's it's not an, obviously intentional, but but I mean it uh, leaning leaning on people and getting their perspective and and advice, and and you know at the end of the day, it's your decision. But I try to get as much information as I can. And, and then, I
2: think that's a common theme outside absolutely. counsel. And yeah, always.
0: It's, it's really
1: it really is necessary. It really is. Well, certainly, uh, man, we couldn't have timed that any better, Bob. We're running out of time for today. We teed it up perfectly because our listeners want to know, okay, you took over CEO in 09 almost 10 years later. Where's the company now? What's happened since then? And to find that story out, guess what?
2: They're going to have to wait.
1: they got to come back yeah. next week. A so whole week. Tune in Bob. next time. <laughs> tune in next time for the rest of the story. So, Bob, again, thank you uh, for sharing your story with us this morning. Again, Mr. Bob Martin, CEO of of R.J. Martin Electric uh, here on Beyond the Business.
2: And to find us online, go to Twitter, BTBCHS, or find our Facebook page, Beyond the Business, and talk to us there.
1: And again, if you want to listen to uh, maybe the first part of Bob's show or any of the prior shows, simply go to the website at CoastalWM.com, click on radio icon, and you will have an opportunity to listen to all of our podcasts of our great prior Guest and until next Saturday, Low Country, have a blessed week. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Business on News Radio 943
0: WSC. Tune in next Saturday morning at 730 for Beyond the Business,
1: hosted by Eric Cox and Leslie Haywood and heard exclusively on News Radio 943 WSC.